0: Um, I am recording this today from the very glamorous location of a Premier Inn just outside Ripley. Um, I'm just getting prepped to run a course. We're doing LinkedIn sales, which I quite like. Um, I like a bit of LinkedIn networking action. Um, But today's podcast is about, well, it's kind of continuing a theme that we started on the blog last week. So I I published an article about social media confidence, and the article is probably the most kind of back-to-basics article we've written in in quite a while. But I'm just really aware that, you know, I I talk to people who are at a certain level a lot, but we can't forget that there's a big, big part of our workforce that is at the, the super beginner level and that they need to build their confidence, and and it can be as simple as, you know, little bits of jargon have passed them by if they haven't been using it. So that's why last week I published that, and I, I, I put up a free course on our new learning platform as well. So if you have colleagues who you know would benefit from just getting a kind of back-to-basics overview of Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and kind of just all the jargon, what How to post, you know, very simple stuff, then they can sign up for the free course there. I'll pop the link down below, or you can just go to the website team2bees.com forward slash blog and it's got, I think, the title Social Media Confidence Jargon Buster. So if they go on there, they can sign up for the course for free. But I just wanted to move on from the kind of back to basics that we did in the blog post and talk a bit about listening tools. And I think that listening tools are important, not just for social media confidence, for people who are kind of building up their presence, building up their expertise, kind of trying to get more advanced. I think it's important for everyone. So some of these things I'll talk about will be kind of beginner level, but also I think that there's a lot to be learned from people who've been on social media for a long time and are maybe you know consider themselves experts or quite advanced you know get back to basics and do a bit of listening because these platforms change and not only that you will find that the audience on each platform changes so even if Facebook's kind of functionality didn't change all the time and for advertisers it it certainly seems to the the demographic changes a lot and that changes the tone. So you'll probably have noticed yourself over the last couple of years, your news feed might have changed in terms of style and content. So that's why getting back to basics with a bit of listening is important for all of us. So I'm just going to go through a couple of, um, you know, third party tools, but also just... Just kind of habits that we should get back into. So, I just want to talk about listening. So, learning about your audience, learning about the potential of a platform just by listening. So, let's take Twitter to start with. So, one of my favorite things to do because I try and schedule each week, that means that if I do go on to Twitter during the day, then I'm there to listen and reply and to retweet. So my kind of broadcast tweets are all set up in advance so that when I'm on there, I can really focus on listening. So one of the easiest ways for me to do that is to go to TweetDeck.com and I can set up a number of columns to do my listening. So I'll set up one column, which which is um, one of my lists, one of my Twitter lists, where I have set up a list of current and past clients and their Twitter accounts. And so that list lets me go into Twitter, look at that column, and that helps me support them. So if I see something that I can help with by either retweeting and sharing a message or a campaign a bit wider or answering a question or you know just being supportive in ways that I that I can, then I do that with one column. I'll have another column of my kind of key target audience or influencers within my key target audience because it's important to listen to what they're up to, what's important. So, for example, if I'm working on doing some projects with, say, local authorities or public sector, then I have um, lists of people who work in housing associations, who work in emergency services. So I will listen on using those lists. And then the other way we can listen is if you've identified a hashtag that your community used to talk to one another, you could set up a column with that hashtag. So again, you can just listen, retweet, reply, but you don't have to do that part of it. This is really just kind of lurking and and, um, listening to what people in your community are saying. Because again, like I was saying about Facebook, the tone of a platform can change over time. Whereas maybe a couple of years ago, a chunk of your audience were on there. It might be now they still have accounts, but it's maybe a more niche part of that audience that are still active. And this is the important part of listening is so that you get a feel for not just who still has an account on that platform, but who is actively using it so that you can really make sure that your communication is speaking to them instead of the audience you thought you had maybe a year ago or a couple of years ago. Um, the other thing you can do with lists on Twitter is go to your own Twitter profile, select lists and then select the option which says member of. And that's an important thing to do because that tells you what other people think you tweet about, not just what you think you tweet about. Because those are all the lists that other people have put you on. So that can, can be quite interesting and it also gives you a real feel for you know, have you maybe been speaking about one particular aspect of your um organization or culture too much? Do you need more balance? Do you need to focus on on something and um, maybe a little bit more closely than you have before? You can. It helps you to answer those questions. Um, one tool I like to use for listening, particularly to my followers, or certainly just to dig around and see who my followers are, is a tool called Social Rank. So that's just socialrank.com and what that does is you sign up with Twitter, it's a free tool and it will analyse your followers for you. So you can do a quick search um, for say keywords that are in their biographies, so if you think hey yeah loads of financial directors follow us or loads of comms people follow us, if you search for that in the bio that will give you an idea of who seriously talks about that subject on Twitter and that follows you. So that can be another good way of kind of listening to your audience or digging in a bit deeper to your audience. So let's um go to LinkedIn. So with LinkedIn, there's other ways that we can listen. So one of the ways is to follow the key influencers in your industry. So you might find those, you might already know who those influencers are. Or you could use the advanced search. So if you just click on the text link next to the search bar that says advanced search, you could then filter by certain things and try and find individuals within your industry that have big networks or seem to publish articles. You'll be able to see their articles on their profiles. That can be one way to find them. Or if you go to um, where it says interests and pulse on the kind of LinkedIn desktop um, version, You will be able to see the kind of top posts that have had the most views um, that have been published recently. And you can also just click on the three lines at the top left of the page, and that helps you pick kind of subjects. So you'll be able to go in and see, right, who is publishing content around my specialist area? And you don't have to connect with that person, you don't have to have that reciprocal connection, you can just follow them. And that means you'll get a notification when they post an article, but you'll also see some of their status updates in your news feed. So when you're listening on LinkedIn, that's what you need to do. If you can make sure that your network is, for want of a better, better word, clean, so that you're not connected with loads of people who are not relevant anymore, you should go in and kind of clean up your network. Then that means that your news feed is going to be a valuable listening tool for you because you can go in, scroll down your news feed, see what everyone is talking about, um, click on any articles that people are sharing and that can be really useful. The other way that you can do it is by joining relevant groups and seeing what they share. So again, you want to use the advanced search or just click on the drop down menu, just the drop down at the side of the search bar and select groups, type in some topics. Or something that I like to do is to find again those influencers or those people that I'm connected with that I really respect and admire within any specific industry And if you look on their profile, it will say which groups they are a member of. And that can be a really nice filter for deciding which groups are going to be worthwhile for you to get on. So that's another way that you can do it. Now, with Facebook, I find that listening on Facebook is, one, it can be a lot more about the stats, for instance. But also, we now get trending topics on Facebook. And they are just at the right hand side when you're looking at your desktop and it will tell you subjects are trending on Facebook. So the kind of articles that people are sharing lots of. So although people are mostly sharing kind of amongst friends on Facebook, so you're not going to be able to get the same kind of um, listening that you can do on Twitter, where pretty much you know 80% of your, your kind of active users of Twitter have public profiles, it's not the same on Facebook. But the trending topics mean that if privately or among friends, there are certain articles or celebrities or news stories that people are talking about a lot, they will turn up in the trending topics. So you can click on those at the side and have a listen and see, well, what is it that people are listening to? Because again, this is a thing, this is why listening is important, because the culture of what's happening on Facebook Will change over time and has changed a lot over time. There's a lot more listening to news and resource and and using it is almost like even a blog feeder, a news feed. So that's how we can listen on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Um, something I would always also say is, if you're thinking about getting into Snapchat, you need to get on there and start listening now. Um, same with Instagram. You know, set up an account just get on there and start following other people. The good thing about Snapchat is you can go on and if you're not sure who to start following, you can follow publishers like um, National Geographic, BBC, you know, some of the magazines that you maybe follow already and then from there you can kind of build up interesting accounts to follow. Um, There's quite a few bloggers that I like on Snapchat. What you'll also find is that if you've If you have accounts that you really like on Facebook or Instagram, the trickle has really started going over to Snapchat now. So you can kind of go over and see if people have that same um, account. And also think about using Snapchat internally within a business um, so that you can send kind of one-to-one messages to one another. That's a good way to practice the content and see if you like, see if you, you know, how to practice using the filters and things like that. But like any kind of social media, if you want to be kind of not, not even ahead of the game, just kind of keep up with audiences and where they're going, it's a good idea to think about platforms like Snapchat and definitely Instagram sooner rather than later because audiences migrate. Um, you know, it takes a few years but they do migrate to different platforms and for different reasons and you're not really going to get Grasp of those reasons, unless you start kind of listening really carefully. So, hopefully, that's given you a kind of starting point or a reminder. If again, you're you know, like me, I kind of forget sometimes to stop and take time to listen, and whenever I do, I get much better responses on platforms if I'm a bit more thoughtful. And a bit more active around a certain hashtag. I always get um, kind of better engagement from that. From kind of making the effort. To go in and really listen. And also I think really listening on these platforms. Can stop you from. Kind of continuing to waste time. If that platform's really not working for you. It can help you to work out why it's not working for you much more carefully. Now. When I say listen, so these are the kind of more actively obvious listening things that you should do. But also, you know, looking at your stats, looking at your analytics, that's a way of listening. Because you can ask an audience what they think and what they're most interested in and they'll tell you one thing. But their behaviour tells you something as well. So knowing exactly what people are clicking on when you send stuff out, knowing what people comment on and what they reply to. Um, is really important. So I say this a lot. Um, I, I, I like to compare it to this. If I were to ask you what your favourite film is, there's the one that you'll tell me and there's the one that you will go home and watch when you feel a bit crap and you just want to be cheered up. Now, I've probably said this on the podcast already, but I think it's important, again, as a reminder. So the thing, the film that you're willing to tell everyone about, that's the you know, that's the Shawshank Redemption, that's the the kind of Schindler's List film. That's when you comment, like, and share. That's one type of listening, is what are people happy to publicly be associated with? So listen to that, listen to that behaviour. That's, you know, what people say around hashtags, that's the content that they share themselves, the things they reply to. All of those is that kind of publicly acknowledged um content and interest area, etc. The third the film that people watch when they're at home on their own, they want to be cheered up. You know, that's your kind of drop-dead Freds, your Punisher movie, Sucker Punch for Me, Sweet Home Alabama, um, maybe a bit of Legally Blonde, you know, the, those kinds of films. They're maybe not the ones that you're telling everyone you're watching, but that's your real behaviour, that you get value from that. So when people click on something, they are sending you a message. They're saying, right, I like this. I might not retweet it, I might not reshare it, I might not comment and let everyone know that I'm that I'm interested, but I am clicking and I'm going through. So you that's another thing we need to listen to is the type of behaviour. Because you know, we I talk about measuring a lot, and certainly when I talk about the cube method, when we get to the fourth quadrant, which is measure and improve. You know, this is a really core part of that measure and improve. Listen to people's behaviour. If you're going to set yourself targets for improved engagement, then don't set yourself a target for a type of behaviour your community doesn't have. So, for example, and again, this is a fallback example, so I'm sorry if you've heard it, but I think it illustrates things quite well, is that if you were representing a hemorrhoid brand, hemorrhoid cream, then... You probably are not getting loads of comments, likes and shares or retweets. But if you write a blog post which has got the most brilliant, amazing advice for dealing with hemorrhoids, then hemorrhoid sufferers are going to click on it. They're going to click on it and they'll probably buy your product if your advice is really good and it proves that it works. So there's no point in that hemorrhoid brand going, yeah, we want to we want to really go for all the comments, likes and shares because that's just not a behaviour that your audience are likely to have or they maybe will have but for, for maybe not for the reasons you want them to. So you need to listen to the type of behaviour that you can expect from your community so that you measure appropriately and you don't give up on something that you think isn't working because it's not working in the kind of traditional top-level measurements that everyone kind of talks about. So, understanding your audience is really important. So, we've got our traditional, just straight up learning of, li- sorry, straight up listening of listen- columns on Twitter, hashtags on Twitter, groups on LinkedIn, pulse posts on LinkedIn, your newsfeed on LinkedIn, following people on Snapchat, seeing what they share. Um, all of those things are important. But then we've also got the measuring side, which is equally listening. You're listening to people's exact behaviour. Even if it's the behaviour they don't talk about out loud. Um, So if you want help with that, with the metric side, again, I've got a free course for you. So I'll pop a link below. But basically, if you go back to the blog, to the kind of social media metrics post, there's a link through. We've got a free email course where we'll send you a bunch of videos that just take you through what you can measure on all all different social networks so again that will help you with that type of listening or you can also just download our top four list of tools that you need to succeed with social media and that will help you with listening and a couple of things about content and stuff on there as well and all of this builds up to social media confidence so really this this podcast and the posts you've been doing recently, yes, some of it is for absolute beginners, but I would argue that a lot of you out there who are not beginners at all would really benefit from regular listening exercises and regular kind of going back into things and thinking carefully about how you're measuring your success at the moment. And how those platforms have changed um, in recent times. Because I think that, you know, user behavior, we're we're coming to a point where, you know, the biggest social network Facebook's been around for more than a decade. And all of these platforms are really coming into maturity in terms of their audience behavior. So we need to make sure that we're tapping into the behavior of those audiences that has definitely changed over time. And we need to be aware of it. So although this is a great way to get social media confidence if you're a beginner, it's also a brilliant way to check in if you're an experienced social media user or social media manager and you want to make sure you're still doing everything for the right reasons. So get going with listening, Twitter, LinkedIn, Snapchat, Instagram, wherever you need to be. Um, make sure that you um, download all the resources we've got for you, so all the free stuff. And also, if you want to leave us a question, so this actually this podcast and the other blog posts have come out of a, a kind of workshop um, kind of some questions we had by workshop. But remember, you're welcome to leave us a voicemail. So there's a link at the side on the website. If you go to speakpipe.com forward slash team two Bs, you can leave us a voicemail and we'll answer your question in the podcast. So that's all for me for now. I am going to get myself a nice cup of tea from my kettle in my room. Every room should have a kettle. The world would just be a happier place, wouldn't it? Anyway, um, I'm off to have my cup of tea and a bit of shortbread, and I hope you find this useful. Please get in touch if you've got any questions, and I shall speak to you soon. Bye for now.